and I get a call from Jana and she mm. said, um, hey, uh, we just got a call from, from our attorneys. There's a baby being born right now. We got to go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the beginning of a new chapter, and that is called Proud Papi Podcast. My name is Benny. Thank you guys so much for joining me. On today's episode, I got my brother Eli joining me, and we're sharing our first few moments of being a dad, what it was like becoming a dad. And you're going to want to watch this because Eli's story is actually pretty crazy, so check it out. All right, we're back. First episode or or beginning i don't want to say first episode i've been doing episodes for a while um but it's the first episode it's the first episode yeah of the proud poppy <laughs> podcast man it's i'm excited uh been doing this for like a, almost a year now the end of january is when i started 2023 i know i'm proud of you dude thanks dude yeah that means a lot yeah the consistency that's that's what i'm really proud of you know it's i feel like it, consistency yeah this is i think definitely the longest i've done anything like this yeah um but I feel like I could be better. So, and that's why we're doing this. Hey, dude, you gotta get your reps in. Yeah, so that's why we're doing this. We want to be better, more consistent, uh, put more stuff out there. And then the other thing is like, I want to talk about fatherhood because like that's where I'm at in my life. You know, yeah. um, you know, leadership or or um, Bible teaching, like all that stuff is there. Like I can do that. Um, but I I really want to talk about fatherhood because I feel like uh, fatherhood is something that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's this is a time where I feel like dads are really starting to take more responsibility of their role. Yeah, more initiative. Um, and you know, it's funny because if you watch the news, it that it would tell you the opposite. And in a way, I mean, it's that's the case. But I really feel like dads are starting to take their role seriously. You know. Yeah. Um, which is really exciting. Um, I know in my circles, I see it, and so, um, and I like to believe that it's it's that way across the board. Right. You know. So. I'm 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 stoked about this. I think this is going to be good. Uh, building a community for fathers for poppies. Um, I think it's going to be really good. So, and speaking about that, I mean, uh, one of the things that I love about being a dad is that uh, our kids have the ability to push us either way, right? <laughs> like our kid has the ability of making our day miserable. Or they have the ability to make us feel like on top of the world. Yeah. Like the greatest men that ever lived, right? right. Um, and it could be the same kid that makes you feel either way. So, um, like, so Mateo, mm-hmm. who I, I love, is really pushes my buttons, challenges yeah. me because he, 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 uh, he's the one that will talk back. Yeah. You know, we'll tell him something, he'll say no. Um, and, he, he knows how to get me upset. He's, he's like almost seven, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's so. going to be seven in April, so he's, yeah. yeah. So he's getting there. Um, <clears throat> but the other day, I had, this is one of the days where I felt happy and great. Um, I was making breakfast, and uh, this was before school, so, you know, the rush of trying to get him ready. We didn't have pancake mix, but I did have protein powder. Yeah. Pancake mix, protein pancakes. It's protein powder, <laughs> but you could use it as pancake. A mix. pancake is it's doing a lot of heavy lifting there. <laughs> I've had those protein cakes since. I know cake is a strong word. Yeah. So I mean, so I had to explain to him like, hey, these are going to taste a little different because he's very picky. Yeah. So if something doesn't taste right, he's like, no, nah, I don't want it. Right. So I had to. Exp- so in my mind, I'm like, I got to sell this thing to him because I want him to eat it. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey man, like. This is called a protein pancake. This 
will help build your muscles, right? Classic. Yeah, and because yeah. he's he's he loves wrestling, he loves you know wrestling me, and he's more like you know he likes to show his muscles off. Um, so I sold them on it. He's like, okay, all right. So he's he's digging in. I cut it up for him, and he starts eating. And bro, no joke. Like after every bite, he's checking his muscles. After every bite, he's checking his <laughs> muscles. And then, uh, and it's so funny because like those couple times I caught him and he'd eat it you know, like this. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like he like can almost Slug see. Now, dude. Yeah, dude, he can see the. He's gonna be a gym rat. I yeah, feel it already. <laughs> um, but it's like you could. He's he was like seeing how swole he was getting at real time or something. And uh, I just thought it was funny because. After he was done, he was like, hey, dad, so like, am I going to need to, that means I'm good forever, right? I don't have, never have to have protein again. I'm like, no, dude. If, you, it, if it only was yeah, that easy, man. Yeah. I'm like, no, man, you got to keep eating it because your body will go through it. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So now he's like, I'll have protein shakes. I'm drinking a protein shake and come up. Be like, dude, can I have some of that? I'm like, no, dude, I'm not, I'm not. You don't get any more swole. Yeah, you're, that, you're the one that's punching me. I don't need yeah, you any it's stronger. Fine. You don't need, a, I'm, I'm like, no, it's okay. But I just thought it was super funny because, again, usually uh, before school, I, honestly, the, um, a lot of days, actually this year was a lot better, but the year before was a pain, man. Like it, mm. I dreaded it because he would fight me on what to eat, on getting dressed for school, on yeah. getting ready on time. And because it's the morning and I'm getting ready, it's like, okay, come on, come on, dude, we got it, you know, and he hates that. He mm. hates being rushed. He hates being, you know, pushed out of his comfort zone and being told what to do. Like, he doesn't like that. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, man, all I got is, like, protein pancakes. Like, he's going to – this is going to be one of those mornings. But it was, like, the complete opposite. It was yeah. great. He enjoyed it. He had a smile on his face. He's out the door. And, again, I'm like, all right. Like, ain't I the greatest dad ever, right? So, um, but, yeah, I just think it's so funny, like, seeing them kind of discover things for the first time. Yeah. And the, But, like, enjoy it at the same time, too. Um, what about with James? Do you, do you have like any stories of like him just like discovering something or? Well, I mean, he's four and a half. Everything is a discovery. That's true. Everything yeah. is a discovery. Um, I mean, the one that comes, I, I think like most vividly was, um, teaching him to ride a bike. Yeah. Um, he had been doing his balance bike, which I don't know if you've seen those. Basically, a bike with yeah, no pedals. Uh, Dalia just got one. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So um, he had been doing that for a while, and and was like pretty good at balancing. And I yeah. was like, I think you know, but he'd only ridden trikes with pedals, so I was right. like, the pedals was gonna get him. And so I was like, you know what, Janet? Today's the day. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, today's the day. So I went, grabbed the wrench, took the training wheels off. And the first couple ones, dude, like he, you know, like he doesn't quite understanding. Yeah. But dude, like it must have been like maybe twenty minutes, and then he got it. Yeah. He started being able to pedal and stuff, and then just to see like the joy yeah. in his eyes and his face, and not only that, like he's riding a bike, but like dad taught him, he's watching me, and that kind of thing. And then of course it has this little bell. So now every time he sees anybody, <laughs> it could be across the street. Yeah. Ding ding ding, and he like stops. Ding 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 until they look at him. And he goes, "Hey!" I'm just like, "All right, all right, okay, let's keep going, let's keep going." Okay, ding 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 ding. I'm like, "All right, that's it." So, but that's the one that comes to mind for sure. Yeah, I think riding, learning to ride your bike is like a big deal. I'm trying to remember. Well, it's funny because like Abel Mateo, they've they've ridden scooters. Abel has a bike, but he doesn't gotten on the bike too much. They're more like scooter. You know, see, James different. can't ride a scooter like he interesting. He can't. 
but he's a he's a killer on a bike, dude. Yeah. He's he's almost too fast on a really? bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, have dang. to tell him red light, and and of course when he realized that he can leave a burnout, yeah, then it's like <laughs> pedal, 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 pedal. Oh my! And they're looking goodness. like, oh yeah. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> Here I am with my shoes, just like having to kick it out, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's your tire, right? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's funny that again, like kids, they could push you either way. Yeah. You know, easily, you know, make you feel again like crap, <laughs> make you feel like really like again top of the world. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I, I feel like. Us as dads, if we just would learn, if we if we know that, like expect that, yeah, like there are gonna be days that you feel like you're not a great dad, you're that you're failing miserably, or or you're just you're not where you should be, you're not you know, you're not meeting that standard or whatever. If we expect that, then maybe our because I know for me, like when I feel like that, dude, my emotions are just up and down with it, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, but I think if we expect it, then it's a little bit easier to cope with the days when when it's hard. Um, and that's, you know, that's like a dad tip, you know, and speaking about dad tips, I have one that I, I saw this on a, uh, an account I saw there on, on Twitter X and Instagram as well. X. And <laughs> the account is save your sons. Mm-hmm. And I love their account because it just, they share, you know, tips about marriage, about fatherhood, um, just a lot of really good stuff. And so this is the dad tip that they share. It's stop rushing around so much. Hmm. And they say, I, he says, I noticed a bad habit creeping in a few months ago. At bedtime with our oldest, we read two stories every night. Then we listen to an audio story. Props to him, dude. I don't even do that much reading. Um, that's probably not great. But um, <laughs> gradually, I found myself rushing through the process, getting frustrated with how long it would take to pick out a book, talk about the pictures, et cetera, et cetera. And, and inevitably... The Booker audio stories would raise questions that my toddler toddler wanted to talk through. And in my brain, all of this took too long. We aren't being efficient. We're wasting time, et cetera, et cetera, is what I thought. But then one day it struck me. What am I rushing around for? Why am I wishing away this precious time with my son? What would I do instead of hang out with him at bedtime? Go downstairs and do nothing? What a joke. My humble advice to dads reading this is to stop rushing things that don't actually need rushing. Do an extra story, have that random conversation, let them talk, and let the minutes pass by together. Because the good old days are happening right now, and it's a shame to wish them away. It's pretty good. Makes me want to stop this and go back home and read (laughs) stories to my kids. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm very fortunate. My son loves reading, yeah. and I'm not a reader at all. Oh, agreed, dude. Dude, the boys love read. My kids love reading too, and I, I'm not a big. I've gotten better. Yeah, I think the last like two or three years, I've I've become more like I want to read and I do read, but no, dude. When I when I graduated high school, I had read five books, yeah. and one of them was the Bible. So like, <laughs> you know, like, like, and even then, and I even really then, yeah, I, I, I was, to be say, to be fair, was I reading intently through numbers? Probably not. But um, but uh, he he loves reading, and so we would go to the library, grab 14, 15 books. Yeah, and that time in the morning, that's where it was for a long time. Now there's more trains and more games and stuff. Right. But yeah. back then it was like, okay, next book, next book, next book, 
next book. And for me, I was like, sweet. I'm like killing time here, you know, in the morning. Cause yeah. it, at the time he was getting up at six, you know, yeah. six 30 and you know, mom didn't come out till a little bit later. So let her sleep in a little bit. And so it was a lot of reading, but then I just kind of realized I was like, actually, you know what? This isn't going to be around forever. You know, yeah. Yeah. and I'm trying to take in those moments. He's been having nightmares and he's been coming into our bed. And even though it screws up my back because I'm like sleeping on my side and my back when he's there, I realize like he's not going to want to do this forever. Yeah. You know, like I can complain about it and try and keep him staying in his bed or, you know, I'll just stay here until he grows out of it. And right. Just enjoy yeah. every morning I can. So, yeah. I think that's such good advice. So, not to rush. I think, I think one of the things that I do tend to, you know, one of the things I actually like kind of caught myself doing was with Abel, our oldest, who's nine, is I think I, there are times that I put like almost too much responsibility or too much expectation. Like, mm. like he's grown up already, like he's mm. a teenager, right? And I have to understand like, no, he's only nine. He's a child. Like he's still, you know, he's not a teenager. You know, there's still things that he's learning. And so, and I feel like sometimes I put things on him, like I'm rushing him through, you know, and he's, he's now becoming into his preteens. Right. So mm-hmm. like, um, I think the advice of like not rushing through things and taking your time and then enjoying them. I think that's solid advice. You know, it's a solid like tip, like to know, to take our time through things, regardless of what season you're in, uh, with your child, like it's good to kind of take our time, enjoy the process, learn as they learn, um, especially like if you have one kid and you plan on having more, like you're going to see it again, you know? And yeah. so it's going to look a little different, but you'll see it again. So, I mean, I think it's always good to like kind of slow things down. And you don't have to take long, but I wonder, cause you have multiple kids. Yeah. Are you like now treasuring like those younger ages now that you're seeing them for a second, third time? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like with Dahlia, well, it's a girl, right? So right. she's different, different, but, um, there are some things in my relationship with her that I'm like, man, if I just had a little bit more patience with Abel, mm. I would have been able to enjoy these moments a little bit better. Interesting. Cool. So, Thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking about, you know, having kids and experiencing those things, one of the things I want to talk about was like um, becoming a dad. Yeah. And what those days look like. Now, my story and your story are a little different. Um <laughs> To say the least. To say the least. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> some difference. So I, I'd like for you to share yours first, but just kind of yeah. like paint the picture of like, um, and obviously you could talk about your story a little bit more, but yeah, just kind of what those days l- leading into, even though you didn't have any idea, but you yeah. let, led into being a dad. Yeah. Like kind of share that experience. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I got married in 20, oh, I should know this. Oh, Eli. Uh, 2014, because next year is 10 years. Oh, yeah. There you go. So 2014. And uh, when I got engaged with Jana, I already knew um, she had uh, a lot of medical um, yeah. oddities and conditions and right. stuff. And so I knew that if we were going to have kids, they were, it was going to be complicated at the very least. Um, uh, early into our marriage, uh, unfortunately, my wife had hysterectomy. And um, so the opportunity to have kids... Uh, naturally, uh, yeah. was, was not a possibility for me. It, I know for Jana, it was, it's really difficult and she still goes through that season. Um, anyone that's gone through, um, infertility knows that that is a, that is a long lasting, um, uh, effective, um, 
period in someone's person's life and will carry on for the rest of their life. But for me, I, I knew I just loved this girl and, you know, I knew we were going to have a family at some point and uh, how that was going to happen, I wasn't sure. So uh, my wife had a huge heart for adoption. She had been to South Africa um, twice and just had a huge heart for adoption. Had Even before she knew of all her medical things, she had a huge heart for adoption. And so um, it was turning into, okay, you know, what does it look like to, for us to adopt? Went yeah. did the application process, the home study, and then it was just the waiting game. And so uh, during that time, um, we had gotten calls for a couple of uh, a couple of children that did, just didn't quite fit um, the situation that we were in, and and um, and so um, we actually went to uh, Colorado Springs. My wife's a, a wedding photographer, and so we went and shot a wedding while we were there. Yeah. And that week, earlier that week, we had actually been uh, in contact with a couple um, that was uh, there in California, and uh, they were saying, you know, we might go with you, and so um, we were just kind of waiting to hear the news. So a uh, wedding was a Friday, we went and shot it, and Saturday, uh, the plan was to go out to go to uh, a couple of different national parks while we were in Colorado, yeah. and, uh, and then come back. And uh, we got a call that Saturday morning uh, letting us know that the couple had gone with somebody else. And so this was, I think, our first, if not our second time that we had been kind of not selected, which in itself is a it's a very difficult thing because yeah. you kind of have your hopes up and you're not exactly right. sure what's going on. And so definitely changes the mood of the day, right? Just, okay, we're we're done, you know. We knew we were going to go to Colorado Springs the next day. And so she's like, you know, drop me off at the hotel. Um, you go get gas and uh, and then we'll we'll meet back up. So I drop her off and uh, go get gas. And I was in the drive through of Sonics and I get a call from Jana. And she mm. said, um, hey, uh, we just got a call from from our attorneys. There's a baby being born right now. We got to go. I said, what? We got to go. It's nine o'clock, yeah, <laughs> in Denver, and uh, and so uh, okay, all right, all right. So I back out of the drive-through and and head over to go pick her up. Uh, a couple of friends of ours, we let them know, and um, they were able to align tickets, the last tickets to um, to Southern California for the night. Yeah, and so um, we went, rushed, dropped off the rental car, ran there as fast as we could, and uh, and. By the time that we um, got on the plane, we had uh, we had gotten notice that he had been he had been born, wow. and it was a he. Right. So at this point, um, as you probably know, when you're having a child, yeah. um, it's very easy to freak out, yeah. and so um, both of us are freaking out because this is literally happening within you know. We first got noticed three hours before he was born. Yeah. And we're out of state, somewhere completely different, flying in with nothing but our bags, basically. Yeah. And so, you know, my wife's like, you know, what do we do? What do we do? I was like, let's just take this a step at a time. You know, like, let's get to the airport. Let's drop off the rental car. Let's get on the plane. Let's get off the plane. Let's get to the hospital. And then we get to the hospital and she's like, okay, now what? She's like, now we're parents. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other yeah. step. Like, okay, this is it. Yeah. And so we essentially just kind of, dropped into the situation and looking back at it, I'm really glad it happened that way because I didn't have any time to fear whether I was going to be a good dad or not mm -hmm. because I was going to be a dad and right. that's it. Yeah. 
you know, like here we are, you know, in, in this case. And um, there was a lot of different complications. Again, we just have our bags. We have no car seat. Yeah. We have no car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had no diapers. Yeah. You guys were in San Diego we at were, the time. Yeah. And so you guys came up and, and brought some stuff for us that, that we needed in order to get home. Um, uh, my in-laws drove all the way down, you know, up from Santa Rosa and came all the way down to SoCal um, to, to come pick us up and, and drive us back, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so it was definitely a village um, type of deal. But um, my greatest unknown fear for that was, okay, uh, what is it going to be like with adoption? You know, because this, this isn't a, 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 a child of my flesh. There's, yeah, there's no yeah. There's no blood relation or anything like that. But as soon as I saw him, I was like completely blown away. I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. And we didn't know. Again, I mean, those that gone through the adoption process know that um, there's a lot of paperwork that, that needs to get done. Um, there's still opportunity for um, placement back with the birth parents or, yeah. or, or whatever the situation may be. But I just went and looked at, at him and I just said, yeah, this this is it. Yeah. So the coolest part of the story is that um, he was born um, 10 p.m. on that Saturday. We got to... Uh, see him around three, three ish, three in the morning on that Sunday, mm-hmm. and that Sunday was Father's Day. Right. So I got yeah. to actually spend my my first yeah. Father's Day That's with cool. my then son. So, yeah. um, really, really cool um, situation. Um, totally, 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 totally a God thing. Like, there's no way. Um, just the way that this had planned out, and and even now as we going through the adoption process again completely uh complete miracle with the way it worked out with james and and you met him I mean, he's just a great kid man oh yeah like he's he's just awesome yeah. like the best that we could ever ask for just completely adorable um and just a total sweetheart and uh yeah. just a, an incredible addition to our family yeah no I'm, i mean i obviously yeah i mean i think i think um it's like you said right like he he's not of your flesh or of your blood but when you saw him you knew that he was yours and I think, you know, who he is now is a testament of you and Jana, you yeah. know. Um, and so so when you guys found out that that he was here and you guys were on your way, there was still very much a, not, uh, a chance that the birth parents would want to keep him and yeah. not give him up, right? So, you, yeah. so in all reality, even though you guys were on your way, you didn't know if it was going to be for sure, for sure. Because nothing was signed, or yeah, we we didn't know for sure, for sure. I think until like three months after, um, just this this situation was um, was complicated, and um, yeah, it was just trying to navigate. I don't I don't want to share too much, just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a that's a very uh, personal story, kind of between them, and and we're still praying for his uh, his birth parents and, yeah. and hoping that. Um, you know, they could be a part of uh, his life. But until then, I want to respect, uh, you know, their privacy in it. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we didn't know. I mean, you guys were there for the for the yeah. signing. Um, that happened, gosh, I think like six or seven months, maybe seven or, yeah, about seven months after we had originally taken him home. Yeah. And uh, I mean, even more complicated to that was that um, we were planning to go to Israel uh, three right. months after. Yeah. And so we had to logistically figure out, well, how do we take this baby? We're not leaving this baby here. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, fortunately we were able to kind of, uh, work it out and, and work it out with the courts and, and with the, the, um, birth mother at the time. And, 
um, we were able to come bring him, which was awesome, you yeah. know, like to have him three months old in yeah. Israel and to have that time uh, was pretty incredible. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we, we, we didn't know. I mean, we had a, a strong feeling for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't know until the papers are signed. And so yeah. legally became James Wilder Contreras. Yeah. So do you feel like there was a, uh, a moment like in that, uh, in that madness of a story, you know, the, the just you guys having to drop everything Colorado and get back here as soon as possible. Was there any time in between that moment that you got the call to you having him in your arms for the first time where you felt like, like that, that, um, how do I say like, where you felt like I'm a dad now? Like, was there, was it not until you held him or was it, I'll, if you are a father to, if you're, I look at the camera, if you're a father to be, uh, or if you haven't done this, uh, first skin to skin was it was a big, yeah. I think a big bonding moment for me and where yeah. it all became real, where you're, you're feeling this baby on you and they're feeling you and you're feeling the heartbeat and everything. I think that's, that's probably like the moment of like, oh, okay. Yeah here we go. Like my life has changed completely right. from, from now on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that was kind of the, the moment. So the moment sure. you held them and skin to skin. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I mean, we're at this point when we had gotten here, we had been born. I mean, we yeah. found out he was born on the plane there, Yeah. which funny enough, a lot of the passengers, we, we were so excited. We were telling passengers. So they were invested in the story, Yeah. you know, like, and so at the, we <laughs> got to have our, our, uh, Hallmark movie, it's a boy, you know, kind of and thing. And people like, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. Um, I mean, you know, and it's funny because like, obviously, again, you guys adopted and, but I mean, your story isn't like completely different. I mean, obviously it's different, but when it comes to just the feelings and emotions that goes into the days leading up to that moment where you holding your baby for the first time, yeah, it's very similar. Like, you know, Ruthie was induced, so we were at the hospital, and I think she was in labor for probably, I don't, babe, I'm sorry, I don't know the exact time, but <laughs> it was definitely several hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I remember. And I remember that, <laughs> I remember that the Giants were in the World Series, and, uh, you know, they were playing the Royals, and uh, Game 7 was coming up, and I just, I just said, like, okay, well, like, if you can just wait for the, like, I don't, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like the this is a big, moment. this is a big moment. Like, I don't, you know, we don't want to have to turn the TV off or anything in here, you know? So, and uh, he, he, he was born after he was born after they, they, they won the game. And I, actually it was a, it wasn't game seven. It was a, I think game five or six that they played and then he was born and then, you know, they ended up winning. But, nice. um, but that, that, the moment, like I was, so nervous um because i you know it's like as a dad when you're there for several hours while your wife is in labor like literally she's just laying there either medicated or she is like just very very uncomfortable and you're just there like what do i do and i'm kind of responsible why she's here 
Like, it's my fault, you know? Like, I mean, I just was so nervous because I'm like, I don't, like, what am I supposed to do, right? And yeah. so, but, and it was, I remember having a camera with me and I, I recorded uh, quite a bit of some of those moments before Abel showed up to when he came. And I think I, I, I'd like to, I always say that I thought fatherhood was going to be so natural for me. Like it was going to be something I just was really great at, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and in that same vein, like I just felt like I kind of understood Right. Like, oh, I know what birthing is. I know what giving birth is. And I know that experience, like, because I, I know about that. So I know what sex is, you know, like, <laughs> but when you're there, it's like, no, you don't. You know, yeah. you really don't. Yeah. Because it, it isn't just like a physical thing. It's like partly spiritual and partly like this moment in life that you can't ever really replicate unless mm. you're having another baby. Right. So. But when Abel finally came, um and I got to hold him for the first time. I, the same thing. It was just like, a, oh, okay. You know, like, I get it now. I get that, yeah, my life really is never going to be the same again. Yeah. And and at the same time, almost like a, a nervous excitement about it. You know, it wasn't like, a, oh, like my life is over. But it was like, a, I have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what to expect. I have no idea uh, what this means for me and yeah. what this is going to look like, but I'm excited about it because like I have this baby now that I'm in charge of, I'm responsible for. So I think, you know, that those, those hours, those moments of going from not having a kid to having a kid, mm-hmm. it like does something to us as men where like this switch, this mode, like that's always been there, but it, it officially turns on, right? It's like this, like this, uh, you know, like when when uh, the you know people are knighted with swords and stuff. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you feel you, you've entered roles like here. a spiritual endowment of like just like you're now father, like, and it's this really cool, like, oh my gosh, I'm a dad, you know, and what the and you start thinking about what that what does that mean, hmm. um. I just feel like it, you know, that 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 time, especially the first time when it happens, is really special, and and then every time after that, of course, it's special as well. But it's really cool to kind of experience that, and then look back and go, man, that was that was a roller coaster, that was a ride, you know. Um, and again, even though our stories were are different, they're they're very much the same, yeah. you know. I'm sure you were nervously excited on the plane because you had no idea what to expect and no idea what he would look like and and who you know what i mean like um and so all those things you know the same thing for me like i didn't know if he was gonna look like me or ruthie or you know no idea yeah. so i don't know i just wanted to share those stories i thought they're really cool worthy of sharing um and then obviously for any dad who's expecting um whether it's your first or number three or four or whatever um kind of cherish those moments like, yeah. i think that's really cool to be able to like look back and i mean i took a video camera with me for able um and i'm glad that i have that stuff you know because I, I can always go back and watch now for mateo and dalia i was just mainly just photos on my phone and stuff but i have stuff you know to look back and remember that crazy time yeah. you know um so yeah i don't know anything else you want to share about that or 
No. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's, uh, completely change, uh, in the world. Again, I, I mean, for our situation, uh, we were very much like in need of everything all at once. I mean, we didn't yeah. have a car seat, nothing. You right. Know? So it was just a, just a huge reminder of just like, um, even you guys taking us out to lunch, you know, yeah. um, was like so huge, you know, for yeah. us. And even though the kids didn't get to meet him right there that day, right. yeah. um, and and I think also just for the family too. I mean, I remember you because you're the oldest. You had the first nephew of us, right. the original four siblings, right? Yeah. Um, and just the, the excitement. Original four. The original four, right? Yeah. You, me, and the <laughs> other two. Uh, <laughs> um, but just the excitement for us too. Yeah. Like cool. Like yeah. we're uncle and you know yeah. we're Theo and Thea now. Right. Yeah. And what that what that meant to us and seeing mom and dad as grandparents, you yeah. know, and uh, getting able to hold them and that kind of thing. Uh, it, yeah. It just brings so much excitement. So um, if you are expecting, um, expect an exciting time. Yeah. And congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And I want to hear from you. Share in the comments. Let me know. Share your experience in becoming a dad. What were you feeling? What were you going through? What were you thinking? I want to hear from you. I'd love to read your story. Also, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like this video, subscribe to the podcast, and share it with another dad so that we can all become better dads. We can all become proud poppies. Until next time, peace out.